Welcome to the best kept secret video cast and podcast from Centricity. If you're a B2B service professional, use our five-step process to go from the grind of chasing every sale to keeping your pipeline full with prospects knocking on your door to buy from you. We give you the freedom of time and a life outside of your business. Each episode features an executive from a B2B services company sharing their provocative perspective on an opportunity that many of their clients are missing out on. It's how we teach our clients to get executive decision makers to buy without being salesy or spammy. Here's our host, the co-founder and CEO of Centricity, Jay Kingley. I'm Jay Kingley, co-founder and CEO of Centricity. Welcome to our show, where our guests share their provocative perspective on what their target market is missing out on. I'm happy to welcome to the show, Carl Diffendorfer, founder of Higher Impact. Carl and his team of coaches at Higher Impact empower business leaders to be top performers in all areas of their lives and businesses. Carl is based in Lancaster, PA. Welcome to the show, Carl. Thanks for having me, Jay. I'm excited to be here. Carl, one of the big issues of our times for any business owner or executive has got to be around employees. And I think that many business owners are caught in between the proverbial rock and hard place. On one level, they are struggling to retain their employees, particularly those I think that have a lot of skill, a lot of talent, and therefore have the most other options. You know, we've all heard about the great resignation, but that's really about people looking to find, I think, a better home, looking to find an environment where the culture is supportive, where they feel like they can be fully engaged and represent what it is that that business stands for. It's also part, I think, due to changing demographics and, of course, a lot of change in perspective as a result of how the pandemic impact how people do work, particularly when they don't have to be in a position that physically touches their clients. And the hard place is, okay, I have to replace those that are leaving. And if I'm in the fortunate position of having a growing business, I may need to increase my headcount as well. And we know we are in a very tight labor market and being able to find not just warm bodies, but the right bodies that have the skills and the mindset and the personality You know, one of the things that I am often reminded about that I think a lot of business owners and employers uh, forget about is your employees are a critical part of your marketing and brand for the company. They represent you to everybody they come in contact with, not just on the uh, at work, but also in their personal lives where everyone they talk to, they are giving their thoughts on what it is. Uh, and how they view uh, your business. So Carl, I know this is an area that you and your team of coaches spend a lot of time working with your clients on how to deal with this. So let me ask you, talk about the issues, the problem that you see when it comes to this area of staffing and workforce. You know, the great resignation is upon us for sure. Um, and every business owner that I've talked to, they say their greatest stressor is actually their employees, which I find interesting. You know, you would think that business owners would say 
you know, the amount of vacation time they get to take or, you know, things like that, or uh, the amount of money they put in their pocket. Um, but I've seen so many business owners shrink their company because they don't want to deal with people. Um, and so they can't seem to find to have enough, they can't seem to find enough employees. Uh, and the employees ultimately are stunting their business growth. Um, and they have the business, but they don't have the people to do the business. And then when they do find the right people, they're typically mediocre and they don't represent the company well, to your point. So we're talking about finding the right people. And um, then with that, the the having the right culture that keeps those people there and excited. You know, you want people that are driven to make the company shine, that care about the company. Both of those things are super important right now in this, in this um, market right now. Carl, let's take a look at both the recruiting and the retention. Let's start with recruiting. What do you see are the issues that makes this so difficult and challenging for employers? Yeah, it's a good question, Jay. I, I find that employers for the longest time had people coming to them. Um, you know, for 10, 20, 30 years, there were enough people in the market. So people, it was a, an, an employer's market uh, where they could be more selective. That's shifted um, with all the boomers that have been retiring, um, as well as people changing their lifestyle through COVID. It's caused the um, the market to change. And so now the business owner, the, um, the company, the organization has to pursue finding the right employees. And um, they're not used to that. So they have to shift their perspective. How does that also work into the issue of retention? You know, I hear a lot of employers say that it's becoming increasingly challenging to hold on to their most skilled staff. Again, why do you think this is becoming such a big issue? Yeah, that's a loaded question, Jay. And we could probably spend several hours talking about that. But um it depends on the, I, I believe that it depends on the demographics of the audience that you're hiring. So if you're hiring a boomer, um, they're going to care about a good workplace that has a good culture. People are positive, good attitude, nobody toxic in the culture, that type of thing. Um, if we're talking about millennials, uh, the millennials really want to, they want to make a difference in the world. And so if your company is just providing a widget that you do over and over and over it, they're not going to stick around. They want to make a difference. And so they need to care about what they're doing. We all feel this pain. I think you've articulated not just the pain, but what's driving some of this. And I don't think we're going to get much disagreement among our listeners as to the magnitude of this problem. So that certainly begs the question, so what do I do about it? Such a loaded question, Jay. Um, so I think for starters, um, the the HR department of your organization or the business center needs to realign their perspective to say, okay, they maybe the employees used to come to me, but that's not going to work that way anymore. So I need to do something different. Um, and so I'm going to start to pursue the right employees. And so you need to put some strategies in place that help you do that. And it might be marketing dollars. It might be um, getting your team to to ask around to friends that they know because like people like attract like people. Um, and um, there's there's a myriad of different things that you can do. But those are two suggestions. And what, what I'm hearing you say, Carl, is that this is and I want to use the word expense. And for me, expense is always money plus time. You're having to to devote that. This is an expense that you're going to have to put more into. This is going to be an increasing cost that you're going to have to bear. And you are going to have to get that money from somewhere. So how do you think about, you know, if you're a growing business 
or you're a stagnant business? You know, are there different ways you would think about where is this uh, money going to come from? First of all, um, you know, keep in mind that through this, um, it is, uh, it's not just the money, but also the time. So a lot of business owners need to retarget um, to spend more time on it. Um, and time is valuable. But yes, on the money side, we need to look at our budget and say, okay, um, where could I pull money from to actually focus on getting more employees? And the hard part about this for business owners is they, they shouldn't have to, like, it's not, it's not something they're used to. So they have to, they have to get used to this concept of, okay, I need to put more effort into this. And, uh, until they do that, they're going to be stuck. And how many businesses have you seen through COVID that are thriving with enough business? They don't have the employees to serve their, to serve their customer. And I, I see it everywhere. I don't know if you do, but I do. Now, absolutely, Carl. And I think that for those businesses, they have got a very narrow window to get their capacity to serve in alignment with their demand. Because for each day that that's out of whack, they are doing brand damage to their business. And that is going to take a lot of time, a lot of money to fix. So, you know, we're sort of very critical there. But I also wonder and would like your thoughts on um, there are other types of expenses that businesses do. You know, a, a good business is always doing, if you will, R&D. They're thinking about how do I introduce new services? How do I change features and functions on your product? And the challenge, I think, for any business is you can always come up with things that you would love to spend money on that's, you know, 200 to 500% of your revenues. So it's always a question of making those tough trade-offs. But here we have this new expense category that's got to go up to the top and it's got to be funded from somewhere. So, uh, you know, give us your thoughts on that. Obviously, evaluate your budget. If you don't have a budget, and Jay, I can't tell you how many business owners I run to that don't have a budget, make one, please. It's not hard. It'll take you a couple hours and <laughs> it's well worth your money uh, and your time. Um, look at your budget and say, okay, well, what areas could I pull out of to make this happen? Obviously, um, I would recommend hiring a marketing agency that focuses on uh, acquiring employees and um, talk with them about, well, what kind of budget should I have available for this? And also, Jay, one other point I just wanted to make real quick, going back to what you were just talking about a moment ago, um, employees also are burning out at much at a much more rapid pace. So if you're understaffed, um, you're running the risk of losing some of your key employees. So finding those employees is paramount to your business right now. Carl, you alluded to uh, previously the importance of culture, and I, and I want to slide over a little bit to the retention, because obviously, if you were able to retain all the people that you needed to, then the demands on bringing in new people would be less. So talk a little bit about the investment and, and needing to think about your culture and what types of, of changes do you need? I mean, there's the old Silicon Valley trope that, hey, I need ping pong tables. I need a keg of beer on Fridays. Uh, I need to you know, put all these amenities in and then people will not only stay with me, but they're going to work these insane hours because I'm basically recreating a second life. And, you know, is, is that the answer to retention or do you think it's something quite a bit different? Wow. Once again, loaded, loaded, loaded. Um, so, I mean, first of all, we're talking about people here and people have feelings. Um, people are driven by feelings. Um, 
And so we need to remember that they have value. Um, and so we need to look at our employees through a lens of value. This is something I spend a significant amount of time with business owners on because they become disconnected from the employees. And as time goes by, the employees just feel like, oh, I'm just working for the machine. Um, and I'm sure you've seen that happen many times. And so the business owner and his key leadership team need to spend time um, spending time on the employees. And well, what does that mean? Well, I say that people, business owners shouldn't be trying to just improve the skills of the people, but they also should be, should be trying to, incre to increase the, the character of the people. Um, Self-development is very important in our culture right now. And so spending time helping those employees, um, showing that you care about them, they, um, that you want to help them go to the next level in their lives. Um, one other final point with that, I would say, is that the employees um, – need to, um, they, they need to get, um, positive feedback from you. And a lot of business owners don't share anything unless it's negative, um, and their leadership team as well. And people, when they don't feel appreciated, leave, they, they want to feel appreciated in the workplace. So those are two of the major areas. Carl, just to put a bow on this topic before we move forward, you also had mentioned earlier that you need to understand the different segments of employee, of the employees you have, you know, a baby boomer and a, and a Gen Z are, are looking for different things. So when you think about your culture, you really have to look at your workforce and say, who am I looking to retain? Who am I looking to recruit? And make sure that I am giving them things that they are going to find not only attractive, but meaningful, um, as you, I think, had said earlier. Can I share one more thing that's so important? So the millennials are actually changing something in our market that I think is really, really important. And that is um, that they're trying to make it better for the people, not just for the business. And so they're trying to make a change that's forcing the business owner to look at it differently. The boomers, before they just went to work and did what they were supposed to do without asking too many questions. The millennials are challenging that. I've also found that the millennials are open to being challenged themselves. If you say, hey, uh, hey, Sally, do this this way instead of this way, they'll listen, they'll learn. And so there's a shift happening in the marketplace that is more character development focused that wasn't there before. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with the market. So, Carl, I think you've pointed out some key strategic action steps, if you will that uh, uh, an employer needs to do to both on the recruiting and on the retention side. So let's say that uh, they do that. They, they follow your advice. Let's talk about how that flows through to how their business is likely to benefit. Uh, what perspective do you have on the benefits that the business will see from doing what you suggest? Yeah, well, attitude is everything with your employees. And so if your employees are happy and they have a good attitude, they're going to come to work happy. Um, and then you're going to have less, um, can I say drama, uh, with your, with your team members. And we all would love less of that for sure. And so with that, it, it takes away a lot of the headache for the business owner. Um, I, I would, uh, propose that they're going to sleep better at night. Uh, they're going to see their business be more profitable. Their customers are going to be happy. Um, they're not going to have to watch their phone in dread of that next employee calling to cancel the next day off or, or even quit. Um, I'd see a lot of business owners that are just, they're, they're really fearful of that next call. I think uh, most employers that I talk to, if they could have one fantasy, it would be for a drama-free workspace. You know, I think not only 
it, does that create issues among the workforce? And you talked about employees burning out. I think when you're the employer and you're having to deal with all these issues and you know the, the dreaded email or text you receive from a staff member who says, I really need to speak with you. And then they just leave it. And you're like, okay, this is not going to end well. That that burns out the employer and it burns out the business owner. And so you've really got that on both sides. And I, and I don't want to minimize that emotional payoff to the employer by doing the right things for their employees. Not only is it going to give you the staff that you need to meet the demand that you have, it's also going to make your life a whole lot more pleasant. Carl, absolutely compelling stuff. Uh, I think uh, if I'm listening to this and I'm an employer, I'm saying, okay, Carl, so what is it that I need to do to implement what you're talking about? So many things to do, right? Um, all right. So um, obviously shift your focus um, and shift your focus, not just to going out and acquiring more employees. Like the, I, I tell business owners, your employees are like your customers. They're a different type of customer. So start to view your employees. I mean, you don't you don't yell and scream at your customers, right? Well, why do you yell and scream at your employees? And not every business owner does, does that, I know. But so <laughs> I hope they don't. Um, but really begin to look at your employees like a customer. Um, and you need to accept that reality. Um, and then, you know, from that, you need to shift your um, your budget to the right place um, to be able to acquire the more, more employees. Um, then on the, the culture side, show your employees that you care. Um, you know, one of the stats that I saw here recently is that 50% of the workplace is looking for new jobs right now. Um, and it's because that they don't feel, um, they don't feel like they're accepted and, uh, rewarded and, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, um, affirmed in their, in their work. If you just affirm your employees, you're going to keep more employees, but you also just need to find more of the right employees that, uh, that are already looking. They're there. They're looking. Carl, this is, this is one of the, key issues that employers really of all sizes are wrestling with. And I think you have put a nice spotlight, not just on the problem, but what you can do about that problem and how that is going to make both your business and your life a whole lot more pleasant. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to learn a bit more about Carl. Are you wondering how much longer you have to grind and chase for every lead conversation and client? Would you like clients to knock on your door so you no longer have to pitch, follow up, and spam decision makers? While Centricity's Category of One program uses a proven five-step process that will help you get in front of the decision makers you need by spending less time doing all the things you hate. It's not cold calling, cold email, cold outreach on LinkedIn or any other social media, or even spending money on ads, but it does have a 35 times higher ROI and any of those things leveraging your expertise and insights at your prospects and network value. The best part, even though you'll see results in 90 days, you get to work with the Centricity team for an entire year to make sure you have all the pieces in place and working so you can start having freedom of time and a life outside of your business. So email time at centricityb2b.com to schedule an 18-minute call to learn more. Welcome back. We're talking to Carl Diffenderfer of Higher Impact. Let's find out a bit more about Carl. Carl, what are the pain points that you solve for your clients and why do they need you to get rid of the pain? So in what I do as a business coach, um, I increase profit margins. 
uh, keep employees happy. I uh, know we can all attest to loving and needing more of that. Have less call-offs. Um, keep your team members for longer and help you enjoy your staff um, by handling um, them handling more of the day-to-day so that you can focus where you should be. One of the things that uh, I think we don't often appreciate is when a business owner hires an outside resource to work with them, it's actually a reflection. Who they're hiring is a reflection on the business owner. It is the old, you are the company you keep. So of course, I only want to work with the very best. So Carl, tell us what makes you and Higher Impact great at what you do. So our proven system has a 99% success rate with hundreds of customers. And ultimately, as a coach, I'm good at shoring up the foundations of a company to proactively prevent problems before they happen. Um, This causes the business to run at its top performance and minimize your headaches as a business owner. And then finally, um, I identify the key outliers that are holding the person back from their true potential and help them tackle that hurdle ahead of them with confidence and empowerment, which sets them up for future greater success. And I, my coaching pays for itself. I pay for myself inside of my coaching. I encourage my listeners to go to your LinkedIn profile, Carl, and there they will find a lot of support for what, what you just had to say on what makes you really great. Obviously on LinkedIn, we can see your work experience, your education, things that you post and comment on. So I would like everybody to do that because I think you'll come away even more impressed with Carl. But I actually have a slightly different question for you. What has happened in your life that would most explain why you're doing what you're doing with Higher Impact? Uh, when I was 24 years old, I started a company. Uh, it was a marketing agency. And boy, was it tough. I don't know if any of you have ever started a company, but starting a company from scratch and growing it up was it was a tough season. Um, we ended up making that into an award award-winning marketing agency that had hundreds of customers all over the world and generated hundreds of millions of dollars for those customers. Um, very successful. Um, at the age of 32, I came to a spot where I was feeling like there had to be something more. And um, that year, I shifted my profitability from 15% to 44%. Um, great year. I also lessened the amount of uh, time that I worked in the business that year at the age of 32. Um, but I wanted to help people, and I wasn't sure how to do that. Um, and through a series of events, I was able to sell that company. And uh, so I sold my company and said, all right, what am I going to do now? And my wife said, you're too young to retire. And uh, so <laughs> I uh, decided to take up business coaching. And so I've been coaching business owners from all over the world for over 10 years now. And I'm in the top 3% of coaches now in the world. You, you really talked about some uh, compelling issues that I know a lot of our listeners are wrestling with when it comes to employees. I'm sure we have some that would love to reach out to you, continue the conversation. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So email is a great way. My email address is Carl and my, my name is with a K. So Carl at higherimpact.me and my phone number 717-689-4227. And that's my, that's my mobile. And then also you can join me with a whole bunch of hundreds of other business owners all over the world at our private network called the Business Leader Network. And that's businessleader.network. We will put all of that into both the show notes and as an insert into the video, make it easy for you to have it to hand so that you can reach out to Carl. Carl, this is normally where, as the host of the show, I thank you for being amazing. Uh, Inside my head, 
I'm planting the flag of victory. Yet another amazing guest, yet more insight for our listeners, which is what I really care about. But, you know, while everyone else would do that, that's not quite good enough for me. As the lead advocate for our listeners, I am always thinking about how can I get the most value out of my guests? And clearly, the topics that we discuss are the primary source of that value. But I'm thinking, is there something else? And I'm going to put the screws to you, Carl. I think you should be offering the listeners a gift for staying with you throughout the show. So what can you do for them? Uh, I'm up for this. Uh, well, I think one of the things that would help them tremendously um, would be a complimentary coaching session. Um, and I'd be happy to provide that to any of the listeners and um, see how we can help you. And I guarantee I can help you. How? We'll find out. Reach out to Carl. Tell him you heard him on the Best Kept Secret show. Take advantage of this. This issue can feel so overwhelming. And I think a conversation with Carl can help you understand how to tackle this, what, how to prioritize, what to focus on so that you take something that is overwhelming and make it something that is actually a solvable uh, problem for you. Carl, I want to thank you again for being such a fantastic guest on our Best Kept Secret show. To our audience, let's continue to crush it. Until next time. Thank you.